Almost there. Get ready. Landmark. All right, everybody. Congratulations for making it to another episode of Trips Right with Ralph and Dave. I am Dave. Ralph, you want to speak up a little bit? Uh, Ralph, how about you talk into the microphone? No? Psych. Do people still say psych? I have no idea. Um, J.K. Dobbins, it is just me, Dave, here. Um, I am flying solo for this podcast. Ralph is not here. Um, I am just going to be talking to myself and uh, talking to you guys. Um, so it will just be me abusing and infiltrating your ear holes. Um, so congratulations. Um, Ralph and Claire are uh, probably at their destination for their honeymoon. If you remember, they did get married uh, a couple weeks back. The happy couple is heading down to Cancun. Uh, but I am staying true to podcast garage party fashion. I've got a table set up in the garage. I've got a cigar going. I've got uh, the bourbon a-flowing. And, uh, and we're going to have a, a little podcast here for you guys. So I hope you enjoy. Um, loving uh, this cigar that I've got. It's a, a Man of War Ruination. 
Um, so it's a favorite of mine. And I actually, uh, my boss at work, my director, um, come to find that he is also a fan of cigars. Uh, so we have actually started a bit of a cigar swap where we'll each bring one in for each other. And uh, it's, it's kind of cute. We got a little, little thing going on between the two of us. Um, and uh, it's funny because as I've been getting in more into cigars, I'm finding more and more people that are also into it. Um, so I can, uh, you know, do swaps like this, which is awesome. So if any of you guys out there are into cigars and you want to swap, um, that we can definitely find a way to make that happen. It'd be a lot of fun. Um, so like I said, Ralph and, uh, Claire are taking a, uh, a trip to Cancun for their honeymoon. Um, and actually, so they're going to be taking a, a quick detour. Um, this was a bit of a secret that... Ralph was keeping, um, but I can totally reveal it now. He's not here. You know, he kept it pretty close to his chest, uh, close to the vest, um, whatever that saying is. So before they actually go to Cancun, they're going to be taking a slight detour, uh, a pit stop, if you will. Uh, They're going to be hitting up two spots here in the U.S. One, Barrington, Illinois. The second, East Lansing, Michigan. Um, some of you super fans may kind of know what I'm hinting at here. Um, Ralph is going to be realizing a couple dreams, uh, all in one shot. Obviously he married the love of his life going down to Cancun for a honeymoon. But first in Barrington, Illinois, that is the birthplace of one Kirk Cousins, Ralph's favorite quarterback of all time. Uh, they're going to go to his childhood home. There's actually a plaque uh, that sits in front of the house. This is Kirk Cousins' childhood home. Uh, so no doubt he'll take a couple pictures in front of that. Um, also, they can go into the garage and they can see, you know, all the marks on how tall Kirk got, um, you know, while he was staying at that house. You know, because what family doesn't mark height like that? Um, and if that's not enough, going to his birth home, they're also going to head over to East Lansing, Michigan. You guessed it, home of the Spartans of Michigan State, Kirk's alma mater. There, they're going to tour the stadium, practice facilities, and especially the locker room. That's really where the magic's going to happen. Because see, they've actually retired Kirk Cousins' locker. Not a lot of people know this. Um, it's actually encased in plexiglass. So Ralph is going to take some awesome pictures of him in front of the, uh, the locker. And, uh, no doubt, uh, we'll have that all posted on, uh, Twitter, uh, once they come available. So I'll twat those pics, uh, for you, our faithful listeners. Um, and I mentioned Twitter, uh, at TripsRightRD yesterday, if you follow us Twitter on Twitter, shout out to Wanna Beer Bad, uh, who retweets our stuff. I appreciate that, sir. Um, I teased yesterday about the best NFL nicknames of all time. Um, so if you're not following us, this is obviously going to come as a surprise. Um, so I will get to those a bit later as well. Uh, also, we had a, a mock draft last week for some listeners. We had Danny in studio. That was a good time. And I uh, had a little bit of a mock draft. So I'm actually going to analyze those rosters. 
Uh, I'm going to kind of rank the teams, uh, you know, 12 through 1. Um, so that'll be fun to do. And spoiler alert, it's looking like it's actually going to roll over into a real live league. I'm a real boy. It's going to be a real league. Uh, there's been a little bit of a, a groundswell of support of people who are going to want to um, make it into a league. So we're thinking like five bucks, nice and easy. And uh, since some people really didn't know it was going to become a league, we're probably going to do a best ball. Um, so once Ralph gets back from paradise, uh, we'll probably look at that more. Um, so stay tuned for that. A um, little bit uh, around the league going on, uh, or a league, around the sports world. Congratulations to the Milwaukee Bucks. They beat the Phoenix Suns to win the NBA championship in six games. Um, Giannis Atenacumpo was a beast. Uh, he actually joins Michael Jordan and Hakeem Olajuwon, Hakeem the Dream as uh, the only ones to win Defensive Player of the Year, MVP of the season, and Finals MVP. So he is in uh, esteemed company. So congratulations to the Bucks. I believe that's their first championship since 1971. A couple hits of the cigar, though, to pause for effect. Um, and Aaron Rodgers, I'm not sure how many people know this. I think most who are in tune with the sports world know that Aaron Rodgers is part owner of the Milwaukee Bucks. Um, so he gets a, a ring uh, as part owner, uh, probably the only way he's going to be getting a ring now. Um, there's all that drama going on with him and the Packers. And you know what we always say here on Trips Right with Ralph and Dave, repeat after me, guys, save the drama for your mama. But in this case, I absolutely love it. Anytime there's drama involving a foe of my Minnesota Vikings, I am all over that, 100%. You know, he's uh, cleaning out his house. He's doing a deep clean. There's stuff going on with his country club membership. Um, you know, I'm like uh, the Joker in, uh, um, in The Dark Knight. You know, I'm, a, I'm an agent of chaos. I love to see chaos and drama happening. And if it's going uh, with the Packers, I love it even more. I mean, he's, he's even turned down a, uh, a two-year extension that would make him one of the highest paid players. Uh, he just doesn't want to be there. And then he even texted in or called in to the Pat McAfee show. Um, and if you guys haven't heard Pat McAfee, amazing. I know I've mentioned him a few times on uh, on the podcast throughout our podcast, but he's such a big personality. Uh, he was an amazing punter, had some great tackles as a punter too. So you should check out his highlight reel of him taking down some kick returners. Uh, really good stuff there. Um, so yeah, that Aaron Rodgers just doesn't want to be there. He doesn't like the direction management has taken it, but he loves Jordan Love. Can't get enough of the kid. Always has fun when he's with him. At least that's what he says. He loves all his teammates. He loves the fans. He loves the city. But he just doesn't love the management. Um, I mean, I secretly want him to go back to the pack. Um, you know, it's going to be more of a, of, a, of a clown show. 
you know, gong show, sideshow, whatever kind of show. It's going to be fun to watch. It's going to be good TV. So you guys should really tune in um, because honestly, where is he going to go at this point? Um, you know, is he going to go to Denver where a lot of people are saying, um, you know, they've got Drew Locke. They've got touchdown Teddy, Teddy two gloves. Hey, Teddy. Hey, Teddy. Don't you want to come to my birthday party? Pause for effect with cigar. Love it. Um, I mean, people have said that Denver, they're one quarterback away. They're a legit starting quarterback away from making a run. They've got... The offense, the defense, the special teams, that they just need a quarterback. Is he going to go to Denver? Do they have the assets to trade for him? Do they have the money to pay him? I didn't look into it too much. I mean, are they going to send quarterbacks over? I just don't know how it's going to work. Um, I've heard Oakland. You know, he's a, a fan uh, of the West Coast. That's where he's from. Um, would he go to Oakland? Do they have enough firepower to, to get him? Um, San Francisco, where he's from. I mean, is he going to go to San Fran? Are they going to, you know, give up Lance and uh, and Jimmy G and ship them off to the the Packers? I, I just don't know. Um, but uh, you know, it's it's going to be fun. Uh, it's going to be fun to find out. So stay tuned uh, to all that craziness. Um, also, you know, another uh, big thing in the league, we've been going so long, um, you know, without any big significant injuries. Um, but all of a sudden yesterday it comes out that Cam Akers blew out his Achilles tendon. His Achilles. Achilles! Achilles! They're calling your name. Hit me up on uh, twat us at uh, Twitter if you know what that movie's about, about Achilles and, and calling his name. That's why no one will remember you. Um, so, yeah, he, uh, he blew out his Achilles. Um, so he is going to be out for the whole damn year. Uh, so what's going to happen? You know, he was drafted super high in startup drafts. He's going really high in redrafts as well, like, Startups I've seen, you know, second, third round for the kid uh, in his second year. So that's a big blow to people who've drafted him, big blow to people who who were depending on him this year. So he's going to be resting up on their IR. And um, so is Henderson going to be the lead back now? You know, he's been there for a few years. He knows the system. Uh, he's been dependent on before. Uh, do they have a committee? You know, I know that Xavier kid's been picked up a ton now. Um, so do they have a, a committee going on? Do they bring in another uh, running back? I hear Adrian Peterson is being floated around. You know, AP can go all day. Uh, they're in, uh, in L.A. So um, we'll see what happens. So stay tuned to that. Also, I saw that every NFL team now is to play internationally once every eight years. Um, you know, they're trying to get uh, more well-known in the international, the whole world. Obviously, they're the biggest. The NFL is the biggest of the four uh, in the U.S., hands down. It's not even close. Um, 
and I know they have games in Mexico, games in London, and they were even looking at having uh, a team in London also um, play their home games in London. So that would be uh, interesting as well. Um, I mean, I would love to fly out to London to watch my Vikings play. I think that would be fantastic, or even down to Mexico. Um, but, I mean, who would want to see, you know, a Lions-Texans game in London? Barf. I would not want to see that. No, thank you. Um, you know, Chiefs-Vikings. Oh, boy. Sign me up for that. I'll buy my tickets right now. Um, and also, it came out that Tom Brady played the entire 2020 season with a torn MCL. Um, so he was slowed and hobbled with an MCL uh, tear. But honestly, could anybody tell? I mean, he's the least mobile quarterback. Um, I mean, who could even tell that he was hurt? Nobody. And But the big thing is, um, it's coming up on injury. It, it, they didn't list it on the injury report. That's what everyone's mad at. Uh, take the ring away. You know, they didn't put it on the injury report. Whatever. Just stop. Um, so even if it's not hindering you from practicing or whatever, you still have to put it on the injury report. Um, so they're talking of punishing Tampa Bay for it, you know, fines or suspensions or taking away draft picks. Um, so we will, we will see how that all unfolds too. Um, but I mean, kudos to him for, for playing like that with, uh, with a torn MCL. I mean, he's 40-something, right? And, and he can play like that. He's in impeccable shape. He's going to play for two or three more years. I sneeze, and uh, I'm out of commission for a day. I'm turning 40 this weekend. Yeah, I sneeze, and uh, I have to pray that I don't pull something. So kudos to Tom Brady. Many people call him the GOAT. Um, many people now call him Tampa Bay. I don't like that, but um, so we'll see what happens. Uh, and then also, we and Ralph are in a vampire league. There's three uh, conferences. Uh, the first lesser conference is drafting now. And I know that uh, Henderson went right away after the news broke. So whoever was drafting once that news broke, you know, they got uh, hopefully a, a starting running back there. Um, cigar break. And... Um, Speaking of this Vampire League, the draft has started, uh, I believe, June 15th, and they are through nine rounds. In six days, they've gone nine rounds. They've had people time out twice. Um, I mean, it's just Bush League. I know that once uh, me and Ralph's conference starts up, I think we draft August the 18th. Rich, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Um, but, uh, I, I do believe that, uh, we will blow that out of the water. Um, so yeah, holy super slow draft. We have people complaining nonstop about it. Um, but I think there's a, a lot of inexperienced people so that, um, you know, that's what you're going to get. It happens. Um, and then I did tease. I'm finally going to get to it. Some of the nicknames in the NFL, uh, it did. Uh, they did top one hundred. Um, it's a a place called Touchdown Wire. If you're familiar, 
obviously I'm not going to read off the full 101. There were some dumb ones like Johnny Menzel was in there and Revis Island and um, Richard Sherman as Optimus Prime just responding to Megatron um, with Calvin Johnson. So some super dumb ones. There were some ones I didn't even know, like uh, Peyton Manning was a sheriff. Like, so stupid. Um, so here we go. At number 95 is Eric Bienemy. Uh His nickname was Sleeping with Bienemy, um, which I think is fantastic. Uh, and there's actually one, two, three, four, uh, four of these um, nicknames that are all going to have a little something in common, and I'll share with you that after. But... Uh, sleeping with the enemy. That's actually a really good uh, fantasy football team name. And uh, he's going to be a head coach somewhere along the lines, hopefully. He's, he's, he's pretty good on the offensive side of things. Um, at number 86, Bill Parcells goes by Tuna. And the story goes is that uh, somebody was pranking him or he was pranking somebody and he was trying to say, what do you, you call me, Tommy Tuna? And uh, he was trying to say Charlie Tuna. And so the tuna thing uh, actually stuck. So Bill Parcells goes by Tuna. At uh, 77 is Greg the Leg Zerline. Now to be done at 76, they have Lou the Toe Groza. Uh, both obviously kickers. Uh, Groza actually played 21 seasons for the Browns. So goes by... The toe. You don't mess with the toe. Uh, number 75, Mean Joe Green. I think that should have been way higher. Uh, that is a fantastic nickname. Mean Joe Green. It helps that it rhymes. Uh, number 71, Ben Jarvis Green Ellis as the law firm. I know we've mentioned him uh, quite a few times. Oh, such a good cigar. Um, a couple I, I didn't know, like this one, number 67, Terrence Knighton goes by pot roast he's a big guy pot roast is fitting if you see a picture of him definitely pot roast um damon snacks harrison number 65 number 61 andre bad moon Risen. um he uh had some fun with uh, a member of tlc i think it was uh left eye if i'm not mistaken or chili or T-Boz, one of the three. T-Boz, Left Eye, Chili, Makeup, TLC. Uh, Curtis Martin at 58. My favorite Martin. Fitting. Uh, number 54, Carl Mecklenburg went by the Albino Rhino. I love these rhyming nicknames, the Albino Rhino. That's fierce. Uh, number 48, Daryl Moose Johnston commentator with Fox. I don't know if he's still a commentator, but yeah, Moose, uh, big old fullback just leading the way. Um, and Ralph's favorite nickname, Ron Rivera. We call him Riverboat Ron. Actually, we call him Riverboat Juan. Um, so it's, he got that nickname because he gambled a lot, uh, calling him plays. So Riverboat Juan comes in at 47. Another favorite of mine, at number 43, is Sean Merriman. Uh, they call him Lights Out. Uh, that actually came, I was reading, uh, from a high school game when he was playing. He knocked out four kids in one game. Uh, so they called him Lights Out, and it stuck. 
Steve Mongo McMichael checks in at number 38, obviously, because uh, he's so friggin' big. Uh, Lester the Molester Hayes, not very PC these days, but um, I'll take it. Number 35, another fan favorite, Christian Okoye, went by the Nigerian Nightmare. Just a fierce running back from the Chiefs. I would not want to uh, to try to tackle that guy. He's a big dude. Uh, at 27 was the aforementioned Calvin Johnson. They call him Megatron. One of my favorite wide receivers of all time. Um, he did uh, leave us too soon. Ah, good stuff. Uh, at 25, Dick Night Train Lane. Another rhyming one that's always a favorite. Uh, number 21, Deion Sanders is primetime. Uh, he actually got that nickname playing basketball. Think about that. Dual sport athlete, both in the NFL and in the uh, Major League Baseball, but he got primetime as a basketball player. Crazy. Um, Don uh, Hudson at number 14, the Alabama Antelope. Pretty awesome. Uh, number 13, this one's great. If you guys don't know, Jared Lorenzen. He's a quarterback. He won a Super Bowl with the Giants, backing up Eli Manning. He was probably third string even. Um, Pillsbury Throwboy. He also went by the Hefty Lefty, J-Load, and the Round Mound of Touchdowns. Actually, that's you know borrowed from... Charles Barkley, round mound to rebound, but yeah, fantastic. The Pillsbury Throwboy. This guy was 6'4", 285. He was the heaviest quarterback in NFL history. At uh, number eight, I've got Elroy Crazy Legs Hirsch. It was the way he ran. He just ran really crazy. It was a crazy legs. Uh, then we've got Ed Tutal Jones. Anybody want to guess how tall he was? I'll wait. If he was a tight end, Ralph would go nuts over him. He was 6'9". They said, Ed, you're too tall. None of your football clothes fit you, man. Just too tall and it's stuck. Too tall Jones. Um, number two, I don't really agree with this one, but he was such a, uh, uh, an iconic figure, uh, Broadway Joe, Joe Namath, uh, at number two. Uh, but number one, uh, hands down, one of my favorites. We actually share a birthday, uh, but he has since passed. Um, Walter Payton, sweetness. Uh, there was nobody better running that football than Walter Payton. Obviously, the nickname was fitting. Uh, so that's the end of the nicknames. I'm curious if uh, anybody... Any of our listeners had some nicknames when they were playing sports, be it, you know, football. I want a beer bed. I'm curious what your nickname would have been. I would have, I would have liked to be called Big Daddy, probably, or Dizzle. A lot of my friends call me Dizzle. You guys can call me Dizzle if you'd like. Ah, such a great cigar. Um, and this is uh, poor planning on my part. I don't have it uh, hooked up to uh, an iPad 
like uh, Ralph does. I'm going to go over the um, the draft we had last week. I just thought of this now. Again, poor planning, but hey, on our production meeting, what can you do? I got a bug on me. Um, so this was our, our little listener draft that we did on uh, on the air last week. Um, we had 12 guys just start drafting. Uh, Ralph and Danny and I were there to... Uh, you know, give us our insight on the picks we were taking, why we were doing it, and so on. Um, so here's uh, here's uh, how it all played out. So at number 12, I'm going to go with uh, Jay Galster. Um, so I, I, I'm going to go from 12 to 1. Obviously, you know it's going to be number 1, but uh, 12 was Jay Galster. He took uh, Zach Wilson and uh, Jalen Hurts in the 5th and 6th rounds. Uh, and Cam is his only other quarterback. Um, so I think the, if Wilson and Hurts hit, kudos to him. Um, but uh, taking those two guys uh, when there were other players that he could have taken, puts him at 12. Uh, Ash Sugg, I'm having him at 11. Uh, he had Julio Jones as his first wide receiver in the seventh round. Uh, and he just has Chenault, Rondell Moore uh, as his other wide receiver. So he's pretty light on wide receiver. Mm. Oh, another cigar break. At 10, we're going Clay TBD, to be determined. His outlook in fantasy is also uh, to be determined. He is strong um, at uh, wider, or running back. He took Cook and Kamara with his one and two picks. Uh, but they do come with some injury concerns, you know. Um, Kamara's been hurt. Cook's been hurt. Um, at that running back position, you just really don't know uh, if they're going to get hurt, you know. That's why some people like Ralph will tell you, don't uh, put your eggs all in one basket at running back. And then he had uh, Ridley, Cal Ridley, as his wide receiver one. But then after that, he's got Debo Hilton and Amari Rogers, so uh, maybe a little light at uh, wide receiver. And if one of those running backs go down, it's going to be in rough shape. Uh, at nine, I'm going to go with Danny. Love you, Danny, but he went Jackson, Watson, and Lance with his uh, first three picks. Uh, and his bench is, is pretty rough uh, with wide receiver and tight end. He's got a young wide receiver core with Devontae Smith and, and Waddle and Sutton. Um, but, uh, you know, I think, um, he focused too. I know he likes, he says he likes to take wide or, uh, quarterbacks and, and tight ends a lot. Um, but, uh, you know, there were other players that were available that probably could have helped his team, you know, versus taking, um, a couple of those players. So, and Watson, you know, questionable if he plays, it's a great pick. Um, but it's not looking like he plays this year and, you know, next year is, is still going to be a question mark. At uh, to dog number eight, sorry, buddy, you had a big hit losing Acres. Uh, you've got Tariq Cohen and Ramond uh, Stevenson, Ramondre Stevenson as your next running backs. Um, so, ouch! And I don't even know if Cohen is uh, is fully healthy either. So, um, your running back room uh, is is definitely leaving something to be desired. So, bad luck losing Acres. I know you've got a, a pretty good rest of your team, and you're probably pretty happy with your team. You always draft really well to dog, but uh, losing acres like you did uh, is going to drop you down a little bit. So um, those, uh, 
that's number eight. Uh, and uh, eight, seven, six, and five obviously are the middle of the road teams. The 12, 11, 10, and nine that I had mentioned are the guys who will be vying for the top pick next year. Just in, again, in my humble opinion, this is all filler, guys. Uh, usually if Ralph was here, he'd be going on and on and on about you know, uh, trades that he's done and all of his philosophies, but it's just me. And this is what I want to talk about. This is what I'm diving into. If you guys don't like it, get your own goddamn podcast. I'd give it a listen. I'd support you. Okay. Sorry, I blew up. Uh, back, we're at number seven. Um, I think it's Grandpa's Kev is uh, at seven. Uh, he definitely has a win now team. Uh, very minimal youth. Uh, however, he did take A Rob over Godwin, and he has uh, Henry and Gronk as his tight ends. So, um, you know, uh, Henry is sharing time with Janu. Gronk is is Gronk. He's old. You know, he's a he's a decoy in the red zone sometimes. So, um, you know, who knows what Grandpa's gonna get with his tight ends. Um, but again, very veteran team, minimal youth. So he definitely could make a run if, if all his vets start hitting and they stay healthy. Uh, number six is Repo Man. Uh, this guy has a, a Vikings symbol uh, on Sleeper, just like I do. Vikings fan. I think he said he lives out in, in, uh, in California. Um, so I'm putting him at number six. He's got a Wilson Burrow quarterback combo. He's got a lot of productive youth as starters. So, um, you know, if they start clicking right away and, uh, you know, he could definitely be a force to be reckoned with in the, the years to come. And uh, Z-Larks wraps up our middle of the road, guys. Uh, he's got a combo of Chubb, Hunt, and CEH as uh, his top running back trio. He did take Mixon in the fourth, though. That may come back to Hanna. Mixon has been very polarizing. That is the word of the day, guys. Polarizing. Um, you know, he flashes. Everyone's happy that he has him. But then he gets injured, right? Um, so it's, you know, the, hopefully he comes back healthy and hopefully he can reproduce. I do have him in quite a few leagues. Um, so we'll uh, we'll see what happens with, uh, with Mixon. Um, and then he's got uh, his wide receiver combo is Judy, Claypool, and Boyd. So he's got, as his starters, he's got a lot of wide receiver twos. Um, so Z-Larks definitely prioritized running back and his uh, wide receivers, you know, hopefully they hit, um, may need a, uh, an injury to, uh, you know, supplant the, the number one. Um, but uh, that is uh, number five. And top four, these are the four that are going to be vying for the ship. At number four, I've got Swill. Uh, he took um, Allen as quarterback, then he took Diggs and Kelsey, then Thomas. A really strong top four. You know, obviously, Michael Thomas is going to be the wild card with uh, coming back from injury not having Breeze anymore, who's going to throw to him, but still solid with Allen, Josh Allen, Diggs, Kelsey, Thomas. He also has a really good depth on his bench. Um, so in the event of an injury, uh, you know, he'll have uh, guys to carry him. Um, so good draft, Swill. Kurt, 
Uh, coming at number three, uh, obviously he took Mahomes number one. Kurt had the number one pick. He had took uh, Mahomes. Uh, he did pass on Godwin, though, and he passed on Higgins um, in favor of DJ Moore. Um, so maybe he knows something we don't with a new quarterback coming in uh, that DJ Moore might get peppered a ton. Um, you know, who knows? Um, and then he's got uh, a Mahomes-Mayfield quarterback combo, um, which, uh, which ain't too bad. I know he's rather bullish on uh, on Mayfield uh, and obviously Mahomes, who's all world. Um, and then he's a little bit light on running back. You know, him and uh, Ralph and, and me to an extent, um, you know, always kind of skimp on uh, on running back. Um, cigar hit. Pause for effect. Guys, there's nothing better. I'm in my garage. It's a pretty cool Ramsey evening here in Minnesota. It's like probably high 70s right now. I got a breeze coming in through the garage. I got a little crosswind going. The occasional car will amble by. I think I saw a fox a couple minutes ago. Um, I'm having a great time. I hope you guys are having a great time. I have a top two to go through. Uh, it's either me or Ralph at two and at one. Um, and we're going to go with Ralph at two. So Ralph had the has a second best team. Um, <laughs> and he actually, uh, we hear him say it all the time. He prioritizes young wide receivers. CD's nuts is, is his guy. He loves the tight ends. He loves getting Mahomes. He saves running backs for the end. He does not prioritize running backs like a lot of people do. This was a mock draft. Um, you know, mock drafts are kind of a time to, you know, kind of throw caution to the wind and, uh, you know, take some chances. And chances my man took, he went running back, running back with his first two friggin' picks. Ralph, you're a madman. Um, C-Mac was still available. I think he picked eight, maybe, seven or eight. I think it was eight. Maybe it was six. One of the two uh, or three. I think it was eight. So C-Mac fell. There was a, a huge quarterback run. Um, and uh, so C-Mac went, fell in Ralph's lap. Then he turns around and he takes Derrick Henry. He went running back, running back for the first time probably in his whole life. Um, he probably feels dirty about it, but... Um, if they can both stay healthy, that's a pretty dangerous running back combination. And then he's got Nick Kittle and Allen as his next uh, next three. Very strong. He's got a, he's got a big five, uh, and he's got a, a pretty decent bench as well. Um, so that uh, you know that running back tandem is is definitely going to be a force uh, to reckon with. So kudos to you for uh, Ralph for. Um, going against your own grain and uh, and trying something new. So nicely done, sir. Uh, I'm putting myself at number one. Uh, I am uh, doing the podcast all by myself. I'm doing rankings. Um, so I'm going to be partial. I'm going to be a bit biased. And there ain't a damn thing anybody can do about it. My uh, Justin Jefferson, Devontae Adams duo is second to none. 
Because I think Rodgers is going to come back. Yes, he's going to cause a stink. Yes, but he loves throwing to Adams, and he's going to throw the hell out of that ball. He's going to, you know, do whatever he can to uh, let everybody know he's still got it, but he still is going to want out of Green Bay. So I do think that Devontae Adams is still going to wail. Another thing that factored into my rankings in this is with Akers going down, Stafford is going to throw the hell out of that ball. Um, He's got so many targets to throw to. Akers is not there to catch passes, um, so he's going to have to air it out. Uh, They're going to bring back the greatest show on turf days uh, of the Rams of old with Warner and Holt and Bruce. They're bringing it back, baby. Um, And I'm bullish on uh, Stafford. I've always loved Stafford. He's just been on terrible Detroit teams. Now he's coming to a really good Rams team, and I got him picked to uh, to go all the way. So, uh, again, my rankings, and I can do whatever I want. And lucky for you guys, I have uh, time to go through some uh, trades. I got some trade talk. You don't really hear a lot of trade talk from me because uh, I don't really have uh, a lot of time for it. Ralph, he's, you know, off school. He's got his summer. I mean, I've got work and kids, and it's really tough for me to talk trades sometimes, but talk trades I did. A little sip of bourbon. A little hit of my cigar. You know, there's people who are afraid of, uh, of silence. Do you know people like that? It's like they got to fill everything with talking. My brother-in-law... He's a salesman, talks all the time. Pretty sure the guy talks in his sleep. Everything is, is talk, 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 talk. The true test is, uh, is to just be quiet for a little bit and, uh, and see how people react. I love silence. Absolutely love it. Speaking of silence, I'm taking another hit of my cigar. Give me a sec. All right, so... Um, I've got this team, or this league, it's called 9 Exclamation, 9 Exclamation. Uh, it's a 10-team, IDP, tight end premium, also .25 for a rushing or receiving first down. Uh, so that adds a little bit of a wrinkle. Uh, I actually took over this team uh, this year uh, as an orphan. Um, a very strong defense anchored by Jamal Adams, safety. I've got Darius Leonard um, at uh, linebacker. I've also got Chin. Uh, I love that kid. Um, so I had a guy come at me. Um, Steve was his name. And he had offered uh, a couple scenarios for both Jamal Adams and for Darius Leonard. Uh, for Adams, he had offered, <coughs> excuse me, he had offered. Jonathan Abram, Nick Bolton, the rookie for the Chiefs, and his 2022 fourth. And he also sent a second offer. I, I like when guys do this, you know, send two, uh, two offers. Um, he had offered for Darius Leonard. He uh, was giving up Shaq Thompson, Nick Bolton, and then a 2022 third. Um, so I have a, a really good team. Uh, I'm definitely competing. I'm win now. 
Uh, I've got Mahomes. I've got Justin Jefferson. I've, I've got a really good team, both offense and defense. Uh, again, uh, poor planning on my part. I didn't write everybody down, but long story short, too long, didn't read. Um, so I had a little conversation with Steve. I said, listen, you want my best players at these positions. Uh, you're offering me quantity over quality. I am in win now mode and I, I can't do those trades. It's going to weaken, you know, my starters, uh, to help me compete. He's like, I totally get it. Uh, I am competing as well. And uh, he was just trying to bolster uh, his offense. Uh, so I said, you know what? I just can't give up Adams. I can't give up Leonard. Um, you know, what else you got? So then he um, uh, offered uh, to take Chin off my hands. And I said, I can't do it. I, I, I want to keep Chin. I want to roll with Chin and Adams in my defensive backfield. Uh, force to be reckoned with. That's going to be the, the phrase of the day. Force to be reckoned with. Um, he's like, I understand. Uh, and then <laughs> I always end it with, I appreciate the offers. You know, I like where your head's at. And he's like, I really like how we had the open dialogue. It, it's always good to, to communicate because, you know, a lot of times you throw offers out, they just decline it and then move on. You don't know what they're thinking. Um, so right after we had that conversation, Steve goes around and gets Joey Bosa uh, for Ngakwe, Bolton, and a 2022, or I'm sorry, 2023 third. So he did end up getting a defensive guy. Uh, he went and got Bosa. Uh, and then I had looked on his team too because uh, I was trying to see what I might counter with, hoping to get picks, uh, you know, to kind of, you know, get an influx of youth, but he didn't have any firsts the next three years. He had no seconds the next three years and uh, barely, you know, had any thirds and fourths. So this guy's been wheeling and dealing, um, you know, sacrificing his youth to, to build up a, 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 guy, a team that's going to compete. So uh, good for him. But then... We weren't done. We still were conversating. Um, he says, how about Damian Harris? Because I had Damian Harris. Um, he was a victim of Cam Akers uh, losing it, gone for the season. He's like, I really would like uh, to see about maybe Damian Harris. And I have a couple running backs, so Damian Harris is expendable. Uh, his first offer, he threw out was a 2023 third and a 2024 second for Damian Harris. I said, yeah, right away, snap, reject. Um, and I didn't even have time to say anything to the guy. Uh, so right away, he came back with another offer. Uh, he offered up uh, Nicole Hardman and a 2024 second. And I accepted that because I am a Hardman truther. Uh, second target for Mahomes, uh, the kid's only going to get better. So um, I was able to bolster my bench with uh, Nicole Hardman. So I was very happy about that trade. And uh, I mean, we're still talking. He's he's bouncing ideas off me in a couple of leagues that he's in. Um, we may have to bring this guy in as a, 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 a listener um, 
one of our fans because he's he's a good guy. Shout out Steve. I had a, a second offer from uh, another league. Let that car pass. Um, slow down. Jesus, this is a neighborhood with kids. Oh, slow down. Um, this is our hustle league. Uh, this is the one point per carry league um, that I joined uh, last year, I believe. Team is garbage. Um, I have the only running back I got is who I drafted last year with CEH. Uh, otherwise, this team is a train wreck, and I'm not going to be competing for for quite a while unless I do something drastic and try to get some running backs because think about one point per carry. Sheesh! So this guy was offering Kishan Vaughn in a 2022 first and second for CEH. So it's just not enough. Not enough at all. But here's the kicker. He already had C-Mac, Miles Sanders, James Robinson, Mike Davis, and Michael Carter. And he wanted to add CEH to that. I mean, you can't fault him, you know? Uh, I sent him a message. I said, listen, you, sir, have enough running backs, and um, I'm not giving you CEH. So it ain't happening. And that was the end of that. Um, so I think I'm going to wrap it up. I think uh, that was enough abuse of your ear holes, guys. I think I touched on pretty much everything I wanted to. So we'll do there. And throw that bad boy away. Um, and again, you know what I always like to say? You guys uh, could have been um, doing anything right now. You, uh, you could be listening to any podcast, um, but you are listening to our podcast. So let's cue the music. Ralph, I hope I made you proud with the podcast, buddy. Uh, next week, we'll be back in full force. As always, tweet us, Trips Right RD. I'm telling you, I'm pumping out content on that damn thing, but I just got uh, a Beer Bad responding back. So um, for Trips Right with Ralph and Dave, I am Dave. So thanks for listening, and uh, really, truly, I will uh, try to do better next time. Love you guys.